Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about integrating strength and conditioning with a physical therapy business model. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am at, well, I'm not at, but I'm with the crew of Champion P Team Performance up in Boston. We have a big crew today. Um, we're all here uh, answering your amazing questions, as always. Um, if you have questions for us, head to the website, go to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link and you can fill out the form to ask us anything. Um, we got a big crew today, so I want to kind of introduce the champion crowd and then maybe Lenny can go through the students, but um, we have everybody knows by now. So we have Dave Tilly, Lisa Russell, Mike Scaduto, Dewesh Podell. Uh, Dan Pope, uh, Lenny Macrina, and then Lenny. This is this is a big deal for us on Zoom. We kind of kicked out the students on Zoom, and I'm not 100 percent sure why. Um, but it's it's good to have them back, right? It is tremendous to have them back. It's uh, especially this crew. I mean, we've had some really good students recently. I wish they could have been displayed for everybody to see, but it's time. It's time. It's time. Nice. So, who do we have today? <laughs> We have, in no particular order, we have Joe uh, Mijay. I, I want to yeah. say Joe Midget because that's how it's spelled, but it's got a kind of French-Canadian accent or something. I don't know. Joe is from the University of Delaware via Tennessee, his home state of Tennessee. And then we also continue with our southern uh, theme. We have Ray Stotzer. Ray Stotzer from the University of Alabama at Birmingham, our old stomping ground, UAB, go Blazers, my wife's uh, alma mater as well. Ray and Joe, welcome. UAB. Ray, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you just say hello to everybody? <laughs> hey, how are y'all doing? Y'all doing hey. good? <laughs> Ray is here. You too, Joe. Quick, quick. <laughs> quick hi from Joe. Everyone. <laughs> What's up? Awesome. All right. So I think we, we have a really cool question. Who's, gonna, who's doing the first one? Is it Ray? Yeah, but I'll take this one. All right, hoo-wee, let's do this. So you'll, be we fix, you'll be fixing to read the question. <laughs> so but. we have Maddie from Canada. Hi, everyone. I love your show. I just wanted to ask how you guys managed to successfully integrate strength training and physiotherapy services into your business model. We are looking to add in strength and conditioning coaches to our physiotherapy clinic, but are concerned about when one – when does one profession really take over and the other become less involved in a patient's care as the two professions cross over significantly? Any thoughts and advice on this would be greatly appreciated. I, can we, can we all give Ray a quick round of applause right there for that? That was good. Welcome. Really welcome good. to the, sh welcome to the show, Ray. Um, yeah, yeah you, you know what, that that's actually a great question. And I think it's becoming more and more relevant as people 
um, are looking, I don't know if, if businesses are looking to increase their ancillary services or their, their, their bottom lines. I don't know if that's the true case. I know the way we did it at champion was, is we wanted to build a nice integrated model. And we kind of thought like, what's, what's best for people first and then kind of figured out how to make it a business, right? We didn't do it just, just to make money. So I would say that's one thing phys- physical therapy uh, clinics do wrong a little bit is they just, they just want to add strength and conditioning just to make money. Like they, so it's not a well thought out plan. So um, how about, I'll start with this. I'll kind of start and say about like, like how we structured it and why we did it that way. And then maybe we can talk a little bit about how that interaction goes, right? So maybe we can hear from a therapist or two that kind of talks about how they've handed people off. And then maybe we can talk from Duesh's perspective as kind of our, our director of strength and conditioning. And did I just give you a raise? Was that a promotion? So I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're the director of fitness, right? We should change your title to director of strength and conditioning. I don't like officially fitness manager I yeah okay. okay we'll we'll work on that we're yeah, yeah. You, see, you can see, you see it's it's services first business second right we're just yeah. we're, <laughs> that's not our thing but i th- i i think you're better than that Dwesh. so um so i'll start with this and say like so how did we build it what was the model like behind what we did the first thing we thought of is what is best for the person what is best for the client the patient to get them where we wanted and we totally thought that traditional physical therapy was kind of missing the boat on some of the advanced stuff so we thought to ourselves well we need we need like a gym we need like real equipment we need those types of things now at this point in time a lot of physical therapy clinics will screw up They'll either hire like uh, a tech or, you know, maybe just like a a personal trainer that they just want to push around and delegate stuff to. What we did is we said, no, we want to start a strength and conditioning facility as well. Right. So and it's not us micromanaging that. But what we did is we hired a team of strength coaches that were really good at their job and really understood it. And we just came up with a vision and let them run with it. And I think that's the real key here is a lot of PTs want to then micromanage the strength and conditioning department and then make it very rehabby, right? And then I think what happens is people don't want to work out in your gym, right? Because they see it as like a rehab kind of gym. So it depends on what you want to do. For us, we wanted to have something where we could holistically work on everybody throughout the spectrum. And that was the best way of structuring it. Right. So our goal is that there's a lot of collaboration. People join the gym. They'll have some issues come to physical therapy. Our physical therapy clients can then join the gym and then we'll get a a nice holistic thing. So that's kind of how we did it. Uh, Len, did I miss anything from like the structure standpoint before we get into the, 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 how we operate together thing? No, I think that was good. I think, as you said, it's, it's going to be a strength coach or a personal trainer that's running the show, not the PTs trying to do it because we're not really good strength coaches. Most of us, there are tremendous PTs that are good strength coaches and we got a a few on staff actually. So (laughs) you need to have the right people. And that's why in our initial uh, model, we had, you know, strength coaches that would run the show. We just kind of help guide it a little, but. Wow. That's a, (laughs) that's a first for Lenny. Lenny just had a pure dropout wow okay sweet all right perfect let me just rip the cord up the wall <laughs> i know right that's like a weird one right that is, that's not a zoom like uh like glitch let me just let me just like pull the jonah the right? right now that's great <laughs> i think we can officially call that lenny pulled a jonah and just like froze. 
I'm back. But, all right. All right. So, great. Good thoughts, Len. I like it. So I, I want to hear from, how about Dan Pope? Because Dan Pope was actually a strength and conditioning coach that actually worked as a strength and conditioning coach prior to becoming a physical therapist. How do you see this model working for people from both of those perspectives? Like what have, what have been some like pearls for you that you think some people could benefit from? Uh, Dan, you're muted. The wheels are falling off this episode. We are. Wow. Worst oh podcast ever. So worst podcast oh ever. And Ray read the question. Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure. But all right. so Pope, from your perspective as an ex, not that you're ever an ex, but like as somebody that was purely a strength coach at some point in time, like how, how do you see this going best? Yeah. So for me, I came in as a, a strength conditioning coach into physical therapy. And then my very specific flavor of physical therapy really is strength and conditioning, you know. And for me, it was actually a lot of letting go of my responsibilities as a strength conditioning coach and trusting some of the other coaches that we do have. So I try to get people involved in the strength conditioning side as soon as possible because I feel like that's a big part of their rehabilitation. I think we're very, very lucky with our strength conditioning coaches here at Champion because they understand pain and injuries. And we just work together so much that it's not really that challenging to do. Um, but generally speaking, when I'm working with a strength conditioning coach, I want to get them out into that setting. I will do a few sessions, maybe a couple of weeks, to make sure their pain problems aren't too high, to get an idea of how their pain is progressing over the course of time. So I can give some expectations for the coach. I can show them which movements they should probably push and which ones to stay away from, and what to expect as we progress along. And then what happens is that we start off with more physical therapy and we convert a little bit to strength conditioning, but it doesn't mean that your physical therapy is over. We're still doing some physical therapy. Maybe we're doing less physical therapy over the course of time as that person's pain goes down, down, down. Right. Which, which I love in terms of like a healthcare perspective and even a financial perspective is like, you're like weaning them down off when they need your skilled physical therapy less and less. And they need more just like Therax type stuff or actually strength and conditioning. It's like that transitional phase. So I think Dan just outlined a good thing. It's not physical therapy and strength and conditioning, right? There's a big overlap in the middle that the person probably goes through a spectrum and does them all right? So they go through it a little bit. So Duesh, from your perspective as, you know, the, the strength coach in the facility, um, how, what do you like about the model? How do you see uh, this like being beneficial to somebody? But then more importantly, like what advice could you give probably the physical therapy crowd that are interested in doing this in finding somebody like you and collaborating with somebody like you so this goes well? Yeah, I think um, just kind of building off of what Dan said, because I think he kind of put that perfectly, right? I think a lot of people like to think that it's like one or the other, where in fact, like it's, it's this like really good harmony of the both. And it's always just adding a little bit more of the one, you know, that the client or the athlete needs and then giving them a little bit less of the other one, right? Or like vice versa. So it's it's always this like add and subtract instead of this like only addition or only subtraction. Um, and then to answer the second part of your question, I think like the biggest advice that I would give is like, again, like, find a coach that you truly respect and trust and let them kind of take the lead on strength conditioning instead of like you said, Mike, early on, like kind of micromanage what's happening in the facility and saying like, all right, like here's my principles as far as like rehab and training goes. I want you to do stuff this way. Right. And just kind of let the coach be the coach and trust in them that they understand strength conditioning principles and they can take someone who's in late stage rehab and get them back to performance. I like that. And, and, you know, and I think a lot's going to go into either having relationships with, with good professionals or maybe even a really good interview process to make sure you're on the same wavelength. 
right? To make sure they're, you know, you're the same type of training. Like us at Champion, I, I don't want to call us like functional. I don't think that's quite it, but we, we kind of call it more performance-based, right? Where we work with people that want to like optimize themselves or enhance their performance. So, you know, since we share that vision across both service lines, then I, I, you can see the synergy. It's actually pretty uh, cool from that perspective. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I think that's super helpful. Uh, maybe one more. How about Mike Scaduto? Um, question for you. So I think you're a good example of people that we transition to the gym. You probably do this. I don't, I don't want to say more than others, but like when you're working with a golfer that's healthy, right? They come to you for an assessment and oftentimes you find some things that might not be pain, but maybe there's some things that physical therapy services, some manual therapy might be beneficial, but then you also collaborate with the strength coaches to build on performance square. Maybe just from your perspective on that, where it's not maybe like the injured person, but maybe the, the, the healthy person that needs some physical therapy too. I know that kind of, it, it sounds like an oxymoron to some people, but I think that's another way of thinking of it. It's not just how does rehab go to strength and conditioning, but how does like uh, somebody coming in for performance also need, how do we determine they need manual therapy and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it starts with the assessment. So from my perspective as a, as a physical therapist who also kind of does some um, performance-based therapy, it uh, starts with my assessment. And if we determine that the person has maybe a mobility restriction that we think may respond well to manual therapy in the short term, I think that can kind of boost um, you know, their home exercise program that we're giving them and set them up for success out in the gym. And then once we see some positive changes, uh, if they're responding well to manual therapy, then again, like, like Duesh said, we kind of wean that down. We start increasing their, uh, their loading a little bit um, to kind of take their performance to the next level. So I think we use manual therapy to maybe jumpstart that process or hopefully accelerate that process to see how they're responding to manual therapy. And then our goal is ultimately to um, maximize their performance. So we have to determine in our assessment where we're going to spend most of our time that on strength, power, mobility, and stability, and stuff like that. So I think the two definitely go together. Um, part of my goal is to is to use my skills to get them out into the gym as quickly as possible, um, and to collaborate with the coach. And I think from the client perspective, um, when they see a strength coach and a physical therapist talking together, I think that's really powerful. And we're working towards their goals, and I think they really buy into that process. So I think it, it makes the whole process go smoothly. Then they also, if they do have nagging aches and pains, they, they, they you know, feel a little bit of comfort knowing that they can always check in with the physical therapist, um, even though our strength coaches are tremendous at handling you know, minor bumps along the road in terms of like some minor pain or aches. Um, I think having a physical therapist on their team um, and in their medical team is like really impactful for that person. Awesome. Well said, Mike. I like it. So awesome. So hopefully that helps. I mean, hopefully that helps kind of like a little bit with your perspective and not just business structure, because I think it has to start with the right perspective. A lot of people maybe either do it for the wrong reason, or maybe they have the wrong vision. But I think the the, the vision that we created at Champion was part of why the structure was successful. And I think that's kind of a, an important part. So hopefully that helps. I think that'd be some great advice from everybody on how you can potentially structure something similar to us at Champion. So Again, thank you very much. If you have questions like that, head to uh, the website, MikeRandall.com. Click on the podcast link, fill out the form. And please head to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast. Rate and review us so we can keep getting the word out. Uh, the more, the better. Thanks so much. See you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRandall.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReno.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.